Hey, welcome to Roll for Distraction. Uh, my name is Alex, and I'm one of the players in this D&D game, and I also do all the editing and technical stuff for the show. Uh, normally there'd be a recap of the previous episode at the beginning of the show, but since this is the first episode, I just wanted to pop in here before we get started to say thanks for giving our show a chance, and I wanted to give a little quick background on the game we're playing. If you've never watched or played D&D before, then most of what I'm about to say won't make a ton of sense, but that's totally fine. This is half of a comedy show anyway. So we're working our way through the book Candlekeep Mysteries, which is an anthology series of short adventures where our party lives in Candlekeep, a city populated by wizards who maintain this massive library of unique books and the like. Our characters recently started living together in the city, and we've befriended an administrator who we sort of work for. Each new chapter begins with the discovery of a mysterious book that then sends us on some sort of quest. We've played the first four quests already, and in this episode we're going to get started on a new one, so it's a great time for you to jump into the story while we're right in between quests. The games my friends and I play are mostly for fun and not super serious or gritty. We've got a few house rules, some minor homebrew things going on, and a whole history of other games we've played that make our version of the setting a little bit different from the Sword Coast that you might know about if you've played D&D lately. But regardless, we're just here to have fun and as the name of the show implies, have some laughs and joke around while we play, and we'd like to share that fun with all of you. If you're watching this on YouTube and you prefer to consume your D&D stories as audio only, then we've got podcast links in the video description for you, and if you're listening to the podcast already, then let me recommend that you come on over to Spellbook Gaming on YouTube, where we've got a bunch of visual gags and pictures of the characters and monsters and maps and lore tidbits on the screen to make things a little easier to follow along with. Uh, but however you choose to listen, we're happy to have you. Uh, so again, thanks for being here, and without further ado, here's episode one of Roll for Distraction. We're live! The show has begun. Somebody say something funny. Hello, 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 Penis. All right, Hello. I did it. Penis in three seconds. Great. Great. All right, everybody. Um, hey. Welcome Mature to what show. is going to be the inaugural episode of Roll for Distraction, our D&D podcast. And the last episode. It's hopefully not our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll we'll um, get canceled pretty quickly. I'm, really, I'm trying to do an actual <laughs> intro. Stop cutting me off. You just... You just can't say fuck within the first no, minute, right? Girls, who cares? We're putting this on uh, YouTube. Whoops. I, I mean, I already did this YouTube. intro spiel. Carry on. Um, well, this is going to be the first episode of Roll for Distraction. Uh, and so that you can get an idea of everyone's characters, I'm the DM, John, and we're going to go down everyone else's list for what they are. So, hi, I'm Alex, and I'm playing as Sorella Mordai. She is a Lorebard tiefling. Growing up, she was very, very sheltered, but her grandfather gave her her love of music, and the fiddle that she plays was actually his. She has three brothers, Carrion, uh, Ralph, and Damakos. Damakos kind of fell off the face of the earth after they left home, but he does write every once in a while. The other two tend to write more often. She travels everywhere, wherever she pleases, performing, making friends. And she came to Candlekeep because her grandfather's wish was to have one of his songs put in the library. And her most prized possessions are, of course, her fiddle, 
She has her flying broomstick and a little friend that she found on her adventures with the party, her cat named Boots. And he is currently working on retrieving things so he can uh, basically pay his way in the party. <laughs> it's been four sessions and I'm just now learning her full <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a lot of that. Uh, hello, my name is Gerard. My character's name is Clarktomanicus Helios Tumti. Uh, why is my name so long, you ask? Uh, fuck you, that's why. <laughs> um, so he was a mercenary who turned to God in the form of Lathander the Light Boy, and he represents this by worshipping the sun. Uh, and he just goes around telling the good word of the sun and how great it is. You may recognize this as another character from fiction. I did not copy it. You can't prove that. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Because you can tell that I had things prepared. Cool. Uh, I am Palm, and I'm playing Crassus, the Dragonborn Warlock. But in actuality, he's a uh, changeling named Shabar. Don't know the other PCs that. Um, Crassus is a Hexblade Warlock who serves one of my previous PCs. Uh, Celise and is assisting her with her investigation of the Order of the Gauntlet, which is an organization that we created within our little world um, that she once worked with, but now she no longer sees eye to eye with uh, how they want to protect the world. Um, in his quest to uncover further answers and secrets, he came to Candlekeep. That way he can investigate the hidden knowledges that have been stored amongst the many shelves and books. And, uh, yeah, he can sometimes be a dick. Alright. Uh, hello world. My name is Brian. Uh, my character that I'm playing is Umak Zor. Uh, Umak is a lawful neutral half-orc. He's an, uh, an eldritch knight fighter and soldier. He's known to be very abrasive and hardworking and is willing to die for those who fight beside him. And he always believes that there's something bigger and better out there, so he's never really content where he is. Um, which is kind of how he found this group. He has a book that is really a flail, or a flail that's really a book, I don't know, one, one, one or the other. Uh, he's got a Warhammer, a Claymore, and sometimes has uh, hand axes. Uh, oh, and he has 50 feet of rope. <laughs> Always very important. He don't have enough rope. He's partial to his physical weapon, specifically the flail, but he's also been known to use his uh, fire bolts uh, and some other low-level spells. He, uh, he grew up in a small-ish orc village where his father was the chief. Uh, he became one of the best fighters in the village, was knighted in mid-20s, maybe 25 um, after protecting his people from waves of bandits over the years. Uh, but he didn't have any interest in following in his father's footsteps, but he wanted to uh, travel the world, and he decided to take fate into his own hands in his early 30s, um, and then eventually ran into the nutcase. So the story goes. So my name is also Alex, but sometimes you'll hear everybody call me Vigna, which is my last name, um, and my character is Zidris, which is like Idris, like Idris Elba, but with Z's on the end. Uh, Zidris is a Shadarkai elf, which is like a subspecies of elves from the Shadowfell, which is like a spooky dimension, kind of like the Upside Down from Stranger Things, if you've watched that. 
he and his people serve this very mysterious goddess called the Raven Queen, who collects knowledge and secrets and stuff like that. Uh, whenever a Shadarkai dies, the Raven Queen resurrects them in her big city in the Shadowfell. So Zidrus is technically like 10,000 years old, but he only remembers like the last two or 300 years like normal elf. Zidrus is an illusionist wizard who also has one level in Rogue, so he's stealthy, he uses misdirection and sabotage more than direct combat. Um, after spending a few years recovering from his most recent death, uh, he was dispatched to Candlekeep to help out the researchers there and just pick up any interesting tidbits for the Raven Queen's great collection of knowledge. Um, because his people are so long-lived, he tends to avoid making lasting friendships with outsiders, but he is slowly developing a soft spot for the party and Candlekeep in general. Well, Gerard, you, uh, you and me are kind of fucked when it comes to the backstory of the party. They got fully fleshed out backstories. It's like you had three weeks to figure this out and write two paragraphs about yourself. I could have written it, but Elden Ring was out, so what was I supposed to do? Not play Elden, <laughs> Elden Ring? What like, heck? what the fuck? I'm just waiting. <laughs> oh, I also forgot to mention I'm a light cleric <laughs> as well. It'll be on screen. And an S. In my what, character what introduction, I've, inter I've left out many details of my character. <laughs> True. What? Yes, Gerard, you are an ASMR. I'm an ASMRist. Hello, welcome to the ASMR segment. <laughs> oh no. This probably here. sounds really good. Where we left off last time, I did not write a recap because we were kind of just doing a lot of housekeeping. You sorted out some issues, figured out where you were missing, lesser deck of many things was. All of you performed tasks that you wanted to get done, as well as, most importantly, finishing the secondary objectives from your last quest and getting the path to reopening the Vermilion Platinum Mine underway. So really, that's what you did last time. Um, as well as being asked slash tasked by Thoradin. <laughs> you should explain who Thoradin is for the audience. I will get yeah. to that. By Thoradin. Okay. Their representative and boss slash secretary slash he has a lot of things that he does with these people uh, from <laughs> telling them where certain things that they should do are to helping them just with their general tasks in the research they have because Candlekeep is a research college really. Thoradin requested that you help Varnir with uh, organizing some stuff, some books and scrolls within the Firefly Cellar a are there actually fireflies down there? Yes, the lanterns. Some of the lanterns okay. are magical fireflies, yes. Or some of them lightning bugs. The world may never know. You are now in the firefly cellar. Uh, so do we enter from... From the top floor. The top? Because it's a cellar? Okay, we enter in the top and work our way down. Gotcha. Is it glowing? Room. Yeah, that tends to be how those things work. It's a cellar, not sure. a tower. It's both. It's like, it's, what is a cellar but a tower that is upside and down? underground. There is a hatch in the floor of a section of the library that Thoradin opens up and says, Well, I would recommend you go down and see what Venir needs. As you enter the Firefly Cellar, it is a modestly lit, very hey. interesting... Yes. Question. This hatch, does it lead to, like, stairs, or is it, like, a ladder down? Stairs. Shit. Stairs. Okay. 
I wanted to just full send and jump down. <laughs> you could fall down the stairs if you want. <laughs> just. <laughs> uh, it is a spiraling staircase that leads down to the first level, which is bookcases in a circular pattern, three rings of them, and then a opening in the floor going down to the middle level, which as you look down, you see a table with six seats and more bookcases in the same concentric rings, four columns holding up each section of floor. That is all you can see for now. And in the distance, you hear, no, 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 we need to organize this like this. I walk Take a random book off the shelf. <laughs> no. As you, oh God. Oh no. Why did we Oh no. What's happening John's dying. Is he, oh, is he no. like, going to throw He's... up right now? I think so. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> I, either he's going to throw up, or he's taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he said something about his tummy. Oh no! Wow, I didn't oh, expect he... to get uh, vomit on the first episode. Wow, good content, guys. <laughs> Six minutes and eight seconds later. Hey, John! John's back. Hey, he's significantly doing, greasier. Okay? I weigh less. I weigh less now. Did you, where, which end did it come out of? Uh, the, the end it's supposed to. Okay, so you pooped. Oh. All right, we, we actually yeah. thought you were throwing up the entire time. No, no. <laughs> Just because of the urgency. Um, uh, look, I you, you ever have that thing where you're like, I've got a fart. No, no, I do not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Are farts supposed to have solids in them? <laughs> That's no. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Welcome to the episode. Yeah. You are in a library. You're in a library. It smells like shit in this library. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, John. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm fine. Brian's the only one who cared. You'd know if I wasn't, because I wouldn't be back yet. I'd, I'd have sent a text saying a it's. I was ten minutes. Like, yeah, I'll get you the exact time in the edit later. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if if we actually become successful, do you think people are gonna like on Reddit just keep it? Yeah. How many times I left the to total poop, time so John far, spends pooping all... over the entire campaign. It, how many how times many, people yeah. leave to poop in general? Here's the thing. It's only, of all the times we've done this, it's only happened the two we've recorded. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's actually right, get we'll some continue. contact actually done. get something like We done. want it to be at least partially a D&D show. Uh, you heard a person kind of exacerbatedly explaining that, no, these go here and those go there, and then just... <sighs> he sounds like a fun person. I walk around whatever yeah. corner is obscuring the voice. This is a circle? Everything yeah, but there's, there's, there's shelves. <laughs> yeah, there's no corners in a circle, stupid. There's shelves. You walk to the railing and see someone, two people, down at the table. Arguing is strong, but having a disagreement about the way things need to be done. Hello. Uh, one of them is a human, and the other is an elf. Uh, and the human is... Not yelling at the elf, but like, no, it goes like this. And the elf is going back, look, listen, it's it's not like that. Also, I'm in charge of this task. You are helping me. Stop telling me how to do what I know how to do. I'm uh, almost 700 years old. I've been around the block, <laughs> around the bookshelf. I've seen some things. Uh, Zidrus uh, will chime in. It seems you folks could use a hand. Huh. Hello. Wait, aren't we like oh, above them? You are We're on the You're stairs. The floor above them. 
Oh, no, you're no. at a, a balcony. The stairs are oh. like another area. Well, regardless. So we were like, then this oh, is very dramatic. Yeah. It seems you folks could use it. That's what I was saying. Like, oh, I cast the light behind you. I jump like, down and you feather fall so I can just. Um, <laughs> Black Widow it. Crassus will walk. Crassus will walk up to Umak. Be like, you still got that rope? I do. Let's repel. I tie it to one of the posts on the railing, <laughs> and then so I repel you, down. You, there's stairs. Use the stairs. Nope, I repel down. Uh, <laughs> my feet are 50 uh, feet of rope. I guess I'll use the stairs. Excuse me. Sorry. Who are all of you? This area is supposed to be closed to everyone right Mr. now. Mr. What's face my, told my us to come uh, down here. But your worst nightmare. <laughs> Thoradin sent us. Ah, he did say he was getting help. I wasn't expecting adventurers. I was expecting more scribes. But... You know, I'm something of a wizard myself. Inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I have everything kind of laid out, but a lot of stuff just needs to be put back on shelves, and that's really what we needed done. Um, the last of it, she kind of has everything, and you notice this, in front of every bookshelf are cases and cases of books and scrolls, and it's like, they need to be just put back, and that's what the real help needs to be, is, is that. Because it's like, she only has two people down here actually helping, and then the, uh, the sort of keeper of the cellar, who is not being very helpful about this. They're kind of like a janitor. They clean this area, as well as many other parts of the library. Cirilla, you hear steps behind you as a Kenku walks up to the group, puts a hand on Zid's shoulder. A Kenku is a bird person. Okay, thank you. That is important information for the audience. They're like crow people. But they're just, they're people. They're not like monsters. They're, They're people. Crinkle would like you to stop messing with his cellar. Uh, I'll, I'll turn and, to the Kenku uh, and, and say, I just got here. He put the hand on your shoulder, but was talking down to the others. Oh, okay. Like, Hello. Hi. Who are you, good sir? It's ma'am. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled. See you later, guys. And they just storm off after kind of mimic yelling that. You also notice on your other side, a child looks to you at the age of eight. Hi! Child? Hi. I'm Galby. Hi, Galby. Hello. What are you doing here in the library? Your mama. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a child. That my, my dad is helping to um organize this place. He works for Candlekeep. He's one of the scribes. Okay, bye. And she runs bye. off. Bye. Back right. through the bookshelf where you saw her. I'm gonna ritual cast <laughs> Unseen Servant to speed this up. Hey, uh, Invisible Butler, help with the shelves. So we're just putting stuff back on shelves, yeah. right? Yeah, you're okay. uh, being tasked with that. It's like, yeah, just everything is kind of where it is. Please just get it back on the shelves in the order that it should go. Uh, it should be very clear based on the titles of books and the labels on the shelves. I would like to cast Locate Object on the nearest Lathander books, please. A bookshelf on the lower level has, like, 12. I go to that shelf. Uh, do we have to roll to put stuff on the shelves? No. Okay. While we're doing this, can I do a little training with Boots and have him, like, push smaller books towards me? Yes, you can. Please make an animal handling check. 
my dice rolled all the way across the floor. Hold, please. I'm gonna go get it. I can't get to it, but it was a natural one, so that makes the whole roll a three. These books are nail uh, big books for is... Boots is being particularly difficult and not wanting to, but you, you think like that it might be that as you look to the other side of the bookshelf, you see little um, Galby. No, it's the it's the little girl. Little Galby oh, kind of reaching an arm through and going to touch a paw and Boots touching back. It's like, fair. <sighs> did we ever learn the names of these characters? Uh, you did not get all of their names. No. You got Varnier, who is the elf who you are who is running this operation. Crinkle, who is the Kenku, and Galby, who is the little girl. So we didn't get the dad's name. You did not get the dad's name. Was he the um, one was was he the one that's very particular about where things get, go? As you were going through, you see a Tabaxi who is just quietly doing his job. A Tabaxi is a cat person. Thank you for telling me. I was about to ask that question. Gelby, if you want to come and play with him on this side, you can. Really? Mm-hmm. He's very friendly. I just need him back by the end of the day. Okay. Uh, and she is she is wearing a yellow hooded cape. She has short, curly black hair and is missing one of her front teeth. Missing. Missing. Do we find any, any what what occurs while we're being little book people? You are just sort of doing that, and occasionally you hear the tabaxi whistling a tune, and not really anything else. You don't just, uh... Is it a jaunty tune? No, we're gonna give you one. Just something. Sabathun's song. And... (laughs) Oh, God. At no point see Crinkle. He does... She does not seem to be participating in this activity of putting everything back. If this is her library, isn't this her mess? She cleans it. She keeps the dust off of everything. She does not organize the books. Whenever people come here and don't put it back, not her problem. Yeah, and the first day that you spend doing this goes off pretty well. Um, You also noticed that Vanir is whistling the same tune. It is. Oh, shit. We're going to be indoctrinated. It is unsettling. Uh, uh, but none of you really think anything of it. It's like, ah, it's a catchy tune. People do that. There is food down here. It is good quality rations. It is like, it's the good stuff, but it's still like rations. And it, there appears to be a lot of food down here for that. In the third level, which uh, none of you have gone... Oh, on. there it is. The bottom floor, there's several rooms and places for people to stay. I think the whole thing is that we're locked in here essentially until it is picked up. No, you're not locked in, but uh, Thoradin was like, yeah, I mean, it's easier than trying to, me leading you back through to get here, so just stay here a couple days and it'll... Citrus is just in the corner reading a random book while we eat. Have you ever had lamb brains or lamb liver? Nope. and I don't I intend don't do, to. I don't, nope. I don't eat organs. I well, don't eat lamb. It was good. Have you ever had... Are the brain, I, the do brain, I do not consume brainy. internal organs. Listen, you're gonna make John actually throw up. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, he, when does the plot it's... happen? Go to the plot. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> the plot is you all eat dinner and you're going to go to bed because you're tired because you've been picking and put picking up books and putting them down for eight hours. That's true. I only have eight strength. It's I very tiring. Up, turn the page. Put them so down. So you all go I to bed in a room that is prepared for you. It's you're in a common room, but there are. 
eight beds, so you have space for yourself. And then we wake up and we're Excellent. kidnapped. And everyone wakes up the following morning. You feel like you you are also whistling along to that tune. And oh, so no, is mind control. And Wait, so right. is everyone. Oh shit. What is the tune? Is it the Song of Storms? The reins of cast. John Hummet. John Hummet, so that we can hear it. I don't think the book gives him a canon tune, does it? It like... doesn't give me a tune. It gives yeah. me the the words. It gives me the words Very to nice. a rhyme. I'm not gonna fucking hum this out because it's hum, it's several it stanzas and it's gonna take a while. So we're not gonna Only we're not gonna do that. Do like uh, as you're sitting down for breakfast, you notice that everyone is humming it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my hand. Be like, excuse me, can can I get? Uh, do they pay attention to me? Yes. Everyone kind of stops um, and looks at you. So I just got a quick question. You are you are now aware that you have to consciously focus on not humming. Um, you have to this... concentrate on not humming. Do I do I have to roll for that or? No, you have to use your concentration for the the level of concentrating on a spell to mm. not do this. Quick question. Yes. Um, this 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 jaunty tune that I hear some of the people whist, uh, whistling. Uh, what's it called? And uh, Galby's father, whose name you will now learn is Edber. Ebder. Good God! Why is Ebder. why is that there? Ebder. Who names these people? <laughs> Ebder is like, oh my God! Finally, someone else said something. It's been bugging me all night that uh Kuthal and Vanir were, were humming it oh my god yes it's, it's kind of stuck in my head now you know now that you say it it's stuck in mine too I'm gonna cast detect magic in the corner yeah. while we're having this conversation you are all affected by some sort of enchantment yeah that makes sense does that go through walls and floors it is blocked by one foot of stone one inch of common metal a thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood or dirt so it depends where it is and what it's made of in the way Everyone has some magic items on them, and there's a couple coming from, like, the rooms below you, but you don't really have an idea what could be causing sure. this. No, it would be hard to narrow down. Um, anyways, Idris is in the corner with his hands up and his eyes glowing slightly, and he just goes, we're all being affected by enchantment right now. Uh, and as you say this, you oh, notice Vanir had gotten up from the table and closed and locked the hatch. Great. To get back. Oh no! Somebody cast hold person or something. We I don't know. cannot let. We cannot let this spread out. Whatever what is fuck? forcing us to hum this tune, we're going to quarantine ourselves down here oh, until no. we can oh, figure this, is, this out. This is too. This is too real. <laughs> I don't play D and D for this. I don't At least wanna... we don't have headaches. Let's start the investigation. I guess we must interrogate the the people let's first look for obvious potential sources of magic well it's a this is a library year old but honestly a library so i would assume it's a book of some sort is there a secret passage hidden in this library of sorts candlekeep is filled with secret passages do you know where some <laughs> of these secret passages might be down here do you you know you i think you'd be working down here long enough to find one are you talking to me, the DM, or the or the scribe? The, the scribe. Okay. Oh. See, I did not know that. I thought <laughs> I, you were talking to to me. I'm like, I don't. No. I'm we're not going to tell you that. Doing the investigation. Put the investigation music on. 
Um, no, I haven't found any secret passages. The only way in and out of this is a vault. The only way in and out of right. it is that. I don't believe that for a second. Uh, you can all roll investigation. Dark Matters, what was your roll? Eight. Okay. Uh, you found books. Cirilla, On roll. Lathander, and I got distracted Unnatural again. Unnatural 20. Okay. I'm gonna get everyone's first, and then we'll deal with it. Umak. Ten. Okay, and Zid. Unnatural 20. Okay, so the two people who would make sense to be able to research well, research well. And kind of quickly manage to scan... I say quickly. It takes you hours, but you don't Perfect think any the size of the room. Yeah, you don't think anything on either floor of the actual library is causing this. You're not sure beyond that. Wait, there's only two floors? There's two floors of the library and then the bottom floor is like the dormitory. You've been, you've been afflicted by some kind uh, of magical curse compelling you to hum this tone. It didn't hit any of us until we went to bed, right? Yeah. So let's let's search downstairs. Can I get investigation checks from everyone as you are going to thoroughly search down there? Hey, Gerard, can, I, can your boy get a guidance? Uh, yeah, I can do that. I'm gonna give your boy a guidance. Wow. Yay. I got some solid Pretty fucking good. Oh, I got one too. I got a 16 this time with the 24. 17. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nice chat. So we have 22, 24, <laughs> 17, and... 23. 23. 16. And 16. Okay, so... And well, okay. Those are all really good. You can also do a detect magic again while we're looking. You can either focus on a spell or not humming. I, I'll hum while I cast the spell. Okay. Yeah. For a whole minute. Uh, Hum, hum the song of storms. You gotta do it. I'll just be like, do 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 do. While I'm pointing at stuff, like do 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 do. Is detect magic? Is detect magic a concentration spell for the like the duration? Then the entire duration of the spell is. You have to concentrate on that. Yeah, it's ten minutes. Well, it's up to. I can drop it when I want. I just walk one. It's not a big area, so. <laughs> is the, the, the humming is now Darude Sandstorm. I see. Why is everyone else not humming? After every, is ev how many of you are making a conscious effort to not hum? I'm not. I'm, not I'm humming. <laughs> the bard's singing. We're just letting her do that. All right. So is everyone kind of just letting it fly? Yeah. I have to to cast the spell. I feel like. All right. Except for <laughs> except for Umak, who was like, I don't like this. I'm not a bard. Yeah, uh, I probably okay. wouldn't allow this either. I'd probably make the conscious effort to stop. Um. After about a total of six hours from when you woke up. You just feel the temperature in the entire library drop like 15 degrees. It dropped 15 degrees in here. It's yeah. just chilly Celsius now. Fahrenheit. It's just cold. <laughs> 15 <There> degrees. Is, <laughs> it's just colder now. Uh, and you hear from one of the rooms, uh, Galvi say, it seems it got cold. Yeah. Wow. I can see my breath. Not that uh, cold. Kid, kid. Step out into the hall where we can see. We should all be keeping an eye on each other. Yeah. 
especially the little one. Uh, her father comes out with her. He's like, I've, I'm, I've done. Very good. Okay. Uh, as long as somebody does. Yeah. I, look, I care about two people in here. Her and myself. Fair. Um, what about the cat? That's my cat. I know. Where is On it? On my shoulders. It's a cat. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> That's where is he lives. Cat, I thought the cat went with the little girl last yes, night. Yes, no, he came back to me. That was the deal. She had to give oh, him okay, back. Good. The cat right. is purring the same rhythm. Yo. <laughs> it's like... Oh, buddy. So you've checked except Crinkles so far, but that's because he... Uh... Which one is <laughs> Crinkles the Kenku? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll knock on that door then. Let's go check Prinkle's room. No answer. We open the door by force. Yes? Mind if we come in? We're just checking all the rooms. We couldn't find anything in the library part. Yes, I mind. Why do you mind? Mm. Are you indecent? This is my room. No one comes into my room. Do you have suspicious... Are you a bad guy? Do you have suspicious armaments in your room? We're not going to take a, anything. Make a persuasion Insight check, check at disadvantage. Okay. All right. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not great uh, at those. I, I give you guidance. Oh, thank I you. I give you guidance. <laughs> sure, that'll really help uh, when I roll this too. Uh, make it make <sighs> it a straight roll. Make it a straight roll. Okay, I'll take the higher one then, which was a five. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what's that? Nine, 11 in total with the guidance. Mm, I don't think I will. I'm I don't fine. think I will. No. All right. Can I pick the lock? I'm going to pick the Are lock. Are you a bad guy? Not a bad uh, guy. Just don't like people in my space. In my personal space. Insight check. will whisper to the party, keep him talking. <laughs> keep her talking. Uh, they and seem I'll... to be telling the truth. That they're not malicious. They just don't like people in their space. Can I use locate object to find... Regardless, uh, we need to check their space. She may not be maliciously hiding anything, but regardless, there might be something there. behind her Are wall. Are you being held hostage? We're like RAs in college. No, <laughs> we gotta no get in I'm there. not being... No hostage... Well, well, all all hostage as all trapped in Firefly We're all Cellar. Locked in here, yeah. John, how's uh, a how's a fifteen to lock pick? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, you managed to get the door open. It's not a great lock. It's like a supply closet. Yeah. Uh, and you open it, and it's out. Stay out. Out of room. We we just need to look, please. I don't need to touch a... anything. It's for She's everyone's like, safety, locked. including yours. She's like don't holding like her stick, like. I'm not throwing I'm my weapon or fine. anything. <laughs> Please investigate the room. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do it just myself so that it's not Guidance. getting credit. I'll take it. Guidance. I don't think I needed it, but I'll take it. Well, um, you're taking it. 26. It. Damn. You needed it. Uh, you search the whole room and get to a closet that is also locked. What's in the closet? My personal stuff. How personal is personal? Would you mind opening it? I, I, I don't, again, I don't need to touch anything. Mm. If you got nothing to hide, you make just open a it. persuasion check. I guidance again. Oh, uh, that actually was good, despite my lack of people skills. Uh, twenty-two. Uh, yeah, she's like, mm, fine. Sure. Didn't take anything else. Why not? Oh God. What kind of bird is a king? Usually, like a crow or a raven, somewhere in that space. Yeah. This this one is very much a crow. She opens that and yeah it looks to be like a bird's hoard of stuff like there's some 
like bottle caps Art and garbage. Work. There's all sorts of just little shiny things. Um, shiny can I things. detect magic while I'm looking at them? Yes. Also, as you are going through this supply closet, you start to notice that everything is covered in larval fireflies. Okay. Ew, that's gross. Are the fireflies in our brains? Is that what's <laughs> happening? Quite an earworm, as the, as as you could put it. Yeah. Um, I'll 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 say to the uh the Kenku. Have you been eating these things? No. Used to make more fireflies for lanterns. I mean, yeah. There. Probably a better way to cultivate them in the closet, but whatever. Anyway, am I detecting magic? There is a magical thing in the room. It is under a pile of other things. I, 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 I should be able to see like a vague shape of it. Looks kind of square, like squarish. Okay, then I'll like, I'll I'll say it to Kenku. There's something magical at the bottom of that pile. Uh, it's vaguely a cube. Kind of like a rectangular prism, about sure. the size of a book. Probably a book, judging by its shape. Would you mind? Mm. And they uh, kind of start shifting through the pile, not to be too disturbing of it. Um, and out of it, they pull a... Well, that's a magical Ooh. book, if ever there were one. Yeah. Got magical Open language it. and locks. What that... language is written you on it? see that it has a lot of clockwork. Oh. Yeah, which is odd. Um, uh, what are those Ooh. runes? Is that a lang- alphabet one of us recognizes? Yeah, it's a uh, scribble. I speak scribblies. I'm going to say that it is unknown. That none of you are sure what language that yeah. is. And we'll call it unknown. an unknown That's language. Um, you know what's funny about that, John? What? I have a helm of comprehend languages. Hey. Oh. Okay. So I can just put that on. I'd be like, anybody, anybody know <laughs> those letters? No? Fuck. <laughs> and then I put my hand on the page and I can read it. What's it say? Sheshmi's bedtime rhyme. Shemshi's bedtime rhyme. It's Shemshi's bedtime rhyme, everyone. I believe that's the song we're singing. Make sense. I'll, I'll politely step out of the room with the book. Um, I'll, wait, wait, I'll bring it back up to the table, see if we can reconvene everyone and say, uh, this book is titled Shemshi's bedtime rhyme. Does that ring a bell to anyone? Not in the sl- Nope. Not in the slightest. Nope, never heard of it. Um, what about the child? Has the child heard of this rhyme? Hold on, wait. Child who has a bedtime? None of us have bedtimes anymore. I haven't had a bedtime in 10,000 years. Yeah, no. Nobody has any direct recollection of it. Have any of us tried opening the book? See the contents within. Alright, I'll open the obviously cursed book. <laughs> Your turn. You open the book and see yeah. that. Something. Ooh, an image. Oh, it's like a pop-up book with clockwork stuff. That's pretty dope, actually. And it begins to sing a tune. See a mother scything wheat, forgotten husband sleeping near. With one swing, she took his feet, and with another took his ear. Does the shadow have a name? Shishimi. Causes grief, avoids the blame. Shishimi. See a dog that knows how to heal, never heeds, plea nor command. Mother gave it a tasty meal. Dog chose instead to eat her hand. Does the shadow have a name? Shemshimi. Shemshimi. Causes grief, avoids the blame. Shemshimi. See a son doing his chore, washing clothes for folk in town. 
fell in two in the river's roar, sank to the bottom and drowned. Does the shadow have a name? Shemshimi. Shemshimi. Causes grief, avoids the blame. Shemshimi. And then it seems to skip and then go back to the beginning and repeat. And you notice that... <laughs> you notice After it that finishes its loop. As the loop went, the gears kind of ground a little bit and it skipped. This seems part of the song is missing. But we got the... This is disturbing, but we got the wife reaping the man's leg off there. We got her getting the hand bit and we got the boy falling in the river. We didn't get this grindstone thing with the little girl here. But it looks like the, the, the spirit is being defeated there. Yeah. Or being caught in the grind. Yeah, well, it's clearly it's happy in these other three and sad in this one. Hey, just to be Anyone... safe. Hey, hey, Clark. That's me. Hello, my friend. Light your lantern that reveals all invisible things, just so we have, cause just so we have that around. Huh. True. I still have two pints of oil for that, so I'm gonna light it. I guess. Just in case. Take that one pint of oil. What do we do? We see the unseen. Uh, no, you do not see any invisible creatures. Yet. Well, first I'll say, anyone here good with clockwork? Mm. Seems like it's skipping a beat. Would that be Tinkerer's Periodically, tool? you notice fireflies in the lamps all flicker out through the entire library, leaving it dark for seconds at a time. Uh, you also occasionally see a book just fly off the shelf. Oh. It's poopy. All the while, unless you are focusing on it, continuing to hum the tune. Think I play 0.1% of the Root Sandstorm. And stretch it out. And stretch it out for 30 seconds. No. Just really distorted. As you are examining the library, you hear a loud shrill echo through the place matching Edbert Ebder's voice which one's Ebder? the dad the guy dad. With the what happened to the kid oh no oh no he's dead I, I got his uh, you think go. it came from the table in the center where he's he usually sitting their dad. sorting through books he got his legs sheared off to the table gardens no clippers. you go there and his eyes are bulging in terror as he hums the rhyme's melody, his body paralyzed and cold to the touch, singing the rhyme over and over. Is he actually singing the words now, or is it just the tune? He's singing the words, but he can't move, and it's through gritted teeth, so it's barely... Does he get to the fourth through. verse? No. Hmm. We need to know the fourth verse. We we shake him <laughs> like the guy in an airplane, just <laughs> full line of us with weapons. Yeah, then the nun the nun just shows up uh, with a gun. <laughs> um, uh, would this be a status ailment? Could I lesser restoration him? You said he's paralyzed. You, you, you said he's paralyzed. Try. Correct. Paralyzed would fall under that. Yeah, you can give it a try. I'm gonna attempt lesser restoration and Whoosh. you see his muscles kind of loosen a little bit and he's not you humming feeling okay buddy he's not humming okay. is he alive is he okay it takes him a second to come out of it but he's like um uh um what happened you feeling okay bud i was just sitting here going through some of these books and then i froze and? up 
and now I'm here. What happened? Uh, you were you were as stiff as a board and cold to the touch, singing that thing over and over again. Mm, that might be why I feel very stiff and my head hurts. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but I'm not compulsively humming, so that's nice. Hmm. So are we all going to end up like that if we don't stop? This. You were just looking through books before you lost. Have you been here longer than the rest of us, or no? Kim? No. Okay. Great, so we're all going to get to that point real damn soon. Crassizel reads into the bag of holding and uh, withdraws a pock. And uh, Uh just look to the party and be like, shall we see the face? I don't know how that's going to help. What's Um, the box again? It, it, it's, a, it's a deck of cards that has oh, several yeah. random effects. Some of them are fantastic, some of them are terrifying. These are a little bit muted, so some of them are good, and some of them are bad. Yes. Um, I don't want to make things worse, is the problem. To give you an idea, the, one of the terrifying ones is you literally get sent to uh, the plane of pandemonium. Yeah, Can we those... not torture this man? No, well, this deck wouldn't have anything that terrible, but still, I think there were. Do we the really want to run that risk, like, though? We'll just go to the plane of fire. Duckman, I'm willing to accept anything at this point. Uh, as you are debating this, hey. you faintly hear singing of the tune coming from behind the door to the top part of the middle floor map. Oh no! Can I go there with my wall, my lantern of revealing? Yes, you let us go. Do not see anything when you enter the room. Um, can I detect magic again? Since it's free. Uh, yes, you can. Can I armor Agathus? Yes, you can. Not free, but sure. Hey, you know what? Uh, that the room appears to be uh, and Ebder goes with you explaining, yeah, this room is um we use it to just create new copies of books. There's, you know, desks and writing supplies right. and all sorts of such. Uh, but now the singing appears to be coming from behind a wall. In the walls. Let's go up to that wall. What's what's its situation? I know. When you go through another small door that was kind of obscured on the wall there, but it's like it's behind a shelf. A secret door. This small room is awash in the glow of thousands of fireflies. Luminescent. They're luminescent. They fly around. You would not so believe your eyes. Some of them. If when you see the fireflies, <laughs> uh, it looks like this is another room that's used for fireflies, but maybe was forgotten about at some point. Yeah, but something. Just kinda, look, gone unchecked. Uh, I'm entering the room with my revealing lantern. It's now sounds like it's coming from below the floor. You know, you coward, show yourself. All right. Yes. Hey, John. I would like to, as a bonus action, turn my uh, glaive into a maul. Okay. And try and make a door in the floor. (laughs) You go to where the sound is coming from. You, in one swing, shatter a thinner stone tile and reveal a compartment in which you see a skull. Oh, dear. Jaw clacking, singing the tune. Yeah, oh, it's very like Pirates of the Caribbean. I love it. <laughs> Holy shit! You found me. Dead men sing no songs. Except this one. Except me. Fuck you. Ah. 
And it's the, the full song being sung over and over and over. The, the full, full song? song? What's the, the what's full the one that verse? you know. Poo. God fucking damn it. And <laughs> upon further inspection of the room, you see in one of the corners on the floor, writ scratched in in all caps into the stone work. God. Finish the rhyme. Oh, I'm not a very good writer. Holy shit. Dun dun dun. I feel like we're all gonna die. Bard, and that is like, where oh, we're going to bomb. call it for tonight. I'm oh boy. I'm so sorry. What do you mean you want to roll for bonk? You you attacked it. You attacked a floor yeah, tile. You hit the floor. You bonked. You nailed you it. it. Floor can't really dodge out of the way. It's really hard to miss the f to the ground. And now we end the show. Yeah. We say we something to end the show. And thank you Bye. for listening to Roll for Distractions first episode. We will be back. Uh -huh. With the second half of Shishmi's bedtime rhyme. In roughly two weeks. Like, comment, and subscribe. Smash that bell. Survive. <laughs> Don't tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone. Follow us on Twitter. Maybe your parents TikTok. are cool. Tell your parents Where if they're cool. Where else are we? Uh, uh, We're not Twitter, on there's a TikTok. Uh, links are in the description for everyone. Yes. Links are in the description below. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And thank you for Join listening. Join the chaos. Also, hit that dislike no, button. No, yeah, don't do that. We'll never button? see it. Leave us the, a nasty comment. Oh, yeah, they took the button. The button. Yeah, they can still see it. Number. Button away. They can't Please see how many, yeah, but we still get to see it. it. Anyway. Please hit the dislike <laughs> button as much as you can. That so seems worse. I know. Good night. It is worse. All 12 of you. Roll for Distraction is produced and edited by Alexander Vickman. The show features John Price as the Dungeon Master, and Alexandria Holbrook, Gerard Lambrugo, Colin Keating, Ryan Graff, and Alexander Vigna as the players. This episode features Folk Round, Magic Forest, Midnight Tale, Scheming Weasel, SPC X2X Unseen Presence, and Dragon and Toast by Kevin McLeod, used under the filmmusic.io standard license. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.